Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. We did it. We're here. <laughs> we we did something on time, sort of. Uh, uh, welcome back. Me, I, I'm always ready. Hey, listen. Welcome back to another uh, stellar mainline episode of Sure It'll Be Grand. And uh, I'm here once again for um, my irregularly scheduled appearances on the show. And Dan is here, as always. Hi, Dan. Hi, Owen. Hey, I thanks. called you Kazi a lot in the other. Um, I've been listening. Stuff I recently. can hear yeah. it. Yeah, you always, <laughs> yeah, you, you always correct yourself, but you never take it out of the show, which is fine. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> well, oh, are, in case you will use your real name, Kazi, on with the banks and all that. Yeah, exactly. Identity theft. This is I'm evading tax with this thing. <laughs> we are back, though. We're here. Uh, our Lord of the Rings. Uh, bourgeois marathon of lord of food rings whatever the hell we were calling it uh once again as most things that we plan didn't pan out exactly as we hoped we did the hobbits we're gonna keep going with it we are we're gonna keep going with it we did the hobbits which was not fun we i we i watched the soviet yeah i watched yeah yeah i did too which uh spoiler alert is fun okay <laughs> yeah it's the most fun i've ever had watching anything i think to be quite honest i can't yeah. wait to talk about that one we will do it it is next uh, on the list just time caught up with us as time tends to do and this show came out uh honestly it it snuck up on me to be quite honest i sp- i spent ages thinking fuck me man it's never gonna come out it's ages away. I have to wait for so long for Rings of Power, which is what we're talking about today, episode one and two yeah, of it's... The Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. And then suddenly I woke up this morning or yesterday or whatever, and I was like, holy shit, it's it's today. It's out. The two yeah. episodes, The Lord of the Rings, the biggest thing in my life. We have new yeah. new content for The Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it's, it's finally actual here. new content. We actually yeah. have new stuff. Yeah. And also interesting content because... Like yeah, it takes some ideas from books, but it's definitely more of a like a movie prequel series around the, uh, the books prequel series. I feel mm. like looks wise, vibe wise, yeah. it's very much focusing more on the lore of the movies than the lore. It is most certainly yeah, and we'll 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 get we'll jump into the Rings of Power in just a moment. I suppose we'll catch up on some other yes. things that have been happening. Dan and good friend Kevin have been covering She Hulk. If everyone's been yeah. listening along, if you haven't, why not? What's wrong with you people? Listen to yeah. Dan and Kevin talk about She-Hulk. I personally am glad I'm not involved in the, the, the discussions of She-Hulk. I, it's fucking terrible, to be quite That's honest. Not. I remember a couple of months back when I said um, Moon Knight was the worst MCU show. Yeah, but you were really wrong about that as well. I take it I back. You, take it back. Yeah, I don't... You have very weird, I, listen, whole obsession opinions on this. So stage. far, right? What have what have the, the MCU Disney Plus shows so far? Like, what have they they've been? We've had Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, Miss Marvel, Captain Falcon and the Winter America. Yeah, Captain um, Winter. Uh, is there one I'm missing? She yes, Hulk, there is. And then another. Uh, one. Um, is there another one? There's another oh one, I feel like. I'm pretty sure there is another one that I'm missing. Uh, yeah, so far, they've almost all been bad. 
No, I don't think so. I think they're being actually quite fun. No, look, I'm I'm not going to go so far as to say She-Hulk is bad, even though it is bad. But it's it's <laughs> all it's definitely not something that I enjoy in any aspect of it. To be quite honest, no, um, no, I think it's quite nice, quite light-hearted, like you're on the city vibes to it. I don't know, I like it. You're very easily pleased sometimes. I think <laughs> so. You're not at all. I just don't no, like no, it. No, I just don't like it. Like I think it, she's I fine. I just, I'm, I'm just, I just don't like it. I think it doesn't help that it looks like a fucking 2011 Grand Theft Auto cutscene every time she yeah, walks no. on the screen. Um, Kevin and I were talking about that in the last podcast. Like the fighting scenes are fair enough because that's what they spend the money on, you know. But it's anytime uh, she's just, just genuinely walking through the office place. It's just like she, yeah, she walked yeah. into her office in the last episode, and I genuinely thought it was her friend who like paints herself green for some reason. Said, like, "Oh, what's going on here?" And then, oh no, that's that's her. That's her. I think it's getting worse yeah. as the episodes progress. To be oh, they, they definitely focus on the first two episodes CG I think, wise. Yeah, I yeah. think they spent all of their CG man hours on um, her twerking with Megan the Stallion for that one post credit yeah. scene. God bless the oh. VFX artists that had to do that. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! Um, I also like Abomination. Like we seen Abomination. That's cool. But he also, no. like, they didn't show the transition. They didn't show the transition. Mm-mm, they just, like, mm. they just turned the camera away and then looked back and he was... He was just there. Yeah, also, her, yeah. her one fight scene in the latest episode happened in a darkly, dimly lit alley, so you couldn't really see much of what was going on a lot of yeah, the time yeah. as well. Uh, but I mean, which no, I think no, was... Uh, you, I don't think we should mock that, because, like, they, CG um, artists take advantage of that kind of stuff across the board, even in... Like, I am, in, stuff, I am absolutely in no way will I ever blame the VFX artists... It is not yeah. their fault for any of this. I do yeah. not blame them. Um, yeah. Anyway, I have. To, I took. I've been taking copious notes. All right. Do you want to hear them? Of, on of everything, what? everything that's everything, everything, <laughs> re- everything that's happened, everything that's happened recently that I haven't had a chance to talk about on the show. All right. Here we yeah. go. Here's what I wrote down: She-Hulk bad, House of Dragon good. That's it. That's I, what I wrote. House okay, of Dragon so, good, very good. I don't know. I wasn't blown over by the first episode. I haven't watched the second episode yet. Yeah, I was the same. First episode, I spent a lot of it kind of. Right, I spent a lot of it kind of going. Yeah, I get it. Like it's it's definitely got Game of Thrones vibiness happening. I can feel it. Yeah. And then like the the last like fifteen or so minutes of episode one, I was like, okay, no, I, I'm ready. I can get back into this. Episode two is fucking brilliant. It's okay, a really really good episode. Um, I'm having a hard trouble with Matt Smith, not because he's not good actor, he's a great actor, but it's just because I'm a Doctor Who fan, it's so ingrained in me, so he's just been the angry Doctor right now. He's really good in it, to be he honest. He is really good. And a lot yeah, of them yeah. are. Um, it's exciting to see, because one of the questions I had after episode one was, how much time, how long are they going to wait before they start the actual dance with dance of the dragons, which is the big, yeah. the big Targaryen civil war that the show is going to cover. Um, yeah. They're, it, they're gonna just do it. It's gonna happen very, very quickly. I didn't cop until afterwards and I was watching some like cast interviews and stuff and there was people doing interviews with like cast interviews and I hadn't seen them in the show. Like they weren't in yeah. it. And I was like, who, who is she playing? Like your one, Olivia Cook, who uh, plays the, she's in Ready Player One. She's the, the girl in Ready Player One. She's in other things as well, but she's in that. Um, she was doing all these cast interviews with another girl and I was like, who, who are they playing in the show? They haven't even been in it yet. Turns out they're playing the older versions of the characters that we met in episode one. So the show was going to oh, like right. jump ahead um, quite a bit and 
Like, Almost like an anthology sort of idea. I, get, I think it, so, yes. I'm not sure when that's going to happen. Probably probably like the midway point of the, of the season or something. Anyway, so, uh, episode two was really, really good. I'm back in. It it's obviously can't erase the, the dross that was season eight of Game of Thrones. But it's very good. It's everything good about Game of Thrones so far um, without the terrible stuff. Um, yeah. So, yeah, those are my notes on things. I don't know if anything else came out recently that I didn't miss. Did we talk about Prey last time out? I think we did. Did we? I did. I, uh, no, I don't think we did. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think it's the first time we yeah. actually got... Um, a, I think it's it's definitely up there with, like, uh, the first one. Uh, and, yeah, no. I mean, I like the second one a lot. Um, a lot of people aren't a massive fan of the second um, Predator movie, but I think this is exactly how Predator the movie should be this is exactly how the predator should be you know yeah i think it's i think it's the most threatening and cool the predator has ever looked in any of the movies um yeah that scene where the the french fucking colonialists are like setting a trap for him in the the field of smoke and stuff that whole fucking yeah. fight sequence is absolutely incredible uh, it's really, really yeah. good. Uh, I would recommend everyone go and watch Prey. It's out there. It's online. It's on Disney Plus. I also like. It's really good. I also want to be really thankful that I had a, a feeling from watching the trailers that her and the Predator were going to team up at one stage or something. I was like, oh, please, please don't do this. And they didn't. Spoilers. <laughs> no, they didn't. <laughs> that doesn't happen. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's cool. It's got a lot of cool shit going on. It's really well yeah. put together movie. Also, um, there is a credits scene, but it's pictorial, and it explains kind of what happens after the movie. I won't tell, obviously, in case people don't want to be spoiled by things. But yeah, pay attention to the pictorial stuff. The what stuff? You know, during the credits, they had all the like, oh, like um, the drawings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it, it kind of explains what happens afterwards. I see. I did not mm. pay attention to any of that stuff. Yeah. Um, but it's good. Yeah, it should be. We'll see what's happening in uh, future installments in the Predator franchise. It could be interesting if this is what they're going to do and just like pop the Predator into random places and time and stuff. That's a I mean, good the obvious one is a samurai one. Like, everyone wants to see the samurai one. Speaking of uh, franchises throwing their central characters into random places in time and to take it back to gaming, which we haven't talked about in a while, they announced the new Assassin's Creed. Oh, yeah. Uh, Assassin's Creed Mirage? Yeah, it's like set in the Middle East or something, I think, isn't it? They, they've kind of just teased it so far, I think, as far as I'm aware, with it's just just like a teaser image. It looks it looks like Prince of Persia, to be honest. Yeah, That's yeah, the kind of yeah. vibe everybody's getting, which is... So I don't know. It, they've said it's kind of like another, just a standalone uh, thing. It's not necessarily like... You know, it's similar to the last couple haven't really been tied into each other that they much. They also still um, work on the, um, the PSU Go version, like there's a Assassin's Creed they're working on that's going to be like a continued service. They'll just keep updating and on and on and on. I have no idea, to be honest. Yeah, I think I think they're working on one of those. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Mirage could be interesting. I'm not sure if they're going to go back to obviously the the first Assassin's Creed, the original, would have been set in that kind of area of the world. Um, we're going to sound like the most Western people and end up being like two countries away, and we're just generalizing. Yeah, it's, it's rough. Oh, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not. <laughs> it's not not specifically the same country, but that that yeah. area of the world. 
Uh, and yeah. it was, I think this was su- apparently supposed to originally be just a DLC for Valhalla. And uh, now they've decided to make it its own thing. So that's happening, Assassin's Creed. I didn't play Valhalla, um, to be quite honest. I might at some point if it if it's on sale at some point. I did start Which playing. It absolutely, will be every Assassin's Creed oh, game be, yeah, ever. It's always sale. it'll be. I'll, yeah. the, the next big Steam sale will be like twenty quid or something. I'm probably picking yeah, up. Yeah. Then. Yeah, yeah. I speaking of, I started um, Dragon Ball fucking Kakarot. Oh, the me other too. Day. Uh, me too. Fucking. It's all right. Yeah. No. No, it is. Ooh, not for me. Well, I didn't get to play it very much, and I'll tell you exactly why. I downloaded it, I installed it, I started playing it, I played it for about 20 minutes, and then Mr. Dan Skorka logged on to his team and started playing, and it kicked me out of the game. Oh, uh, okay, <laughs> I, okay, I, yeah, I, you yeah. weren't You weren't even playing Dragon Ball Kakarot, you were just playing something. I didn't realize I'm not allowed to play anything if, yeah. if you're using your Steam library. I share, okay. Dan shares his Steam library with me. Um, yeah. And this is the first time I've I've realized that um, if you are if you are logged in and playing something, I can't play a title from your library. And yeah. it doesn't tell you. It literally just closed the whole application, and then you get a pop up saying, "Sorry, we you can't play this right now," or something along those lines. And I was like, "What yeah. the hell, man?" Um, but first impressions, I wasn't mad about it. But we'll see. I'll get. I'll get back. I'll tell you what. I, as someone who wasn't a big fan of the Xenoverse stuff, it was a marked improvement for me. Um, I I played the first Xenoverse, I think, and it was fine. It got very bore. It got very stale after. Yeah, it was like towards the end of it, I was just kind of going, "Oh my god, can we just? I just just get to the end of it now, please." Um, yeah, which is I've honestly, I think I'll feel the Kakarot maybe will be the same for me. I'll, but I don't maybe. know. I, who knows? I I'll, I don't uh, know. The mechanics are what annoyed the fuck out yeah. of me. The flying is so stupid yeah. in it. Yeah, playing yeah, with a controller, I mean, you, you fly Goku or Piccolo or whoever the fuck you're playing as like they're an aeroplane and you have to pull the right trigger to descend and oh, pull the yeah, right bumper to yeah, ascend. Yeah. And you That's can, the one that, thing that did annoy me. It's like, let me just go in the, whichever camera yeah, I'm looking for. Just through, let like, me use yeah. the right fucking stick to point in the direction and fly there. Like, why? It's, what's yeah. all this other shit? Yeah, uh, yeah. So that, that was annoying um, me. But the, the fighting is the same as every other Dragon Ball game. It's, a, it's always a, a bit of crack like. Um, yeah. Just blasting I, Kamehameha's and people. Yeah. I've been playing games too. <laughs> I, well, first of all, I've been continuing working on a mod that I've been making for Stardew. I've been working that with a friend that I've met on Reddit. And that's slowly come together. It's I, I, We don't want to say anything just yet, but it's going to come and come out for Christmas. We're getting there. It's fun. Um, We'll announce on the show when it comes out. Um, Other games, I've been replaying Oblivion. Like Elder Scrolls Oblivion, which has been a treat because I think that was I did play Morrowind. I got really into Morrowind back in the day, but I think Oblivion was one I super got into back then. And like, it's just fun seeing how janky it is, but also just I I just love the world. I know a lot of people love Skyrim now more, and like to be honest, any Elder Scrolls games that's not Skyrim is kind of forgotten about nowadays, which is kind of a shame because. I think Skyrim personally has aged the, the fastest because uh, visually it had that 2010s look where everything was grey and brown and grey and brown. You know? <laughs> like everything, what every movie, you, every game. Skyrim can't age. They re-release it every six months. 
Yeah, and they don't do brand, anything to it. It's brand new every six months, man. You can play yeah. Skyrim on your smart fridge now. Yeah. All right? You can yeah. just go. There's Wasn't a version. So far, yeah, April Fool's I was for literally just, that's a thing. It's an actual the, thing. Only in America, though. Oh, obviously here. not here. But yes, you can literally play. Like It's like, fuck, you just sit there and give commands to Alexa. And yeah. she will describe what's happening. It's like yeah. playing D and D with Alexa, basically during yeah, Skyrim, yeah. and you just go, "Alexa, equip my obsidian longbow attack." Yeah, <laughs> she describes the damage and stuff. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. Um, I've also been playing Hollow Knight, which has been a treat. I've played it in the past a bit, um, but it's nice kind of playing a Metroidvania sort of um game. Um, also been playing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Which is it's like a beat 'em up side that, scroll. Which, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy only came yeah, out like seven oh, years ago, isn't it? Yes, yeah, like like in the last month or so. And yeah. it's it hits the spot of that year of games. And obviously, if you were into the TMNT and you were a kid, yeah, like it, it really does. Obviously, I've been playing Shredder, not Shredder, um, Splinter the whole way through. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, you can like unlock Casey Jones as well, which is you know cool sounding. And then, yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I've been playing myself. Um, have you looked at Stray? I know already the answer is no stupid shit idea for game. Brr. Oh, no, oh, now you're going to do the opposite. Actually, no, I, I, it's not for me, but I really kind of appreciate it. I'm aware oh, I'm aware that it exists. I have no interest in it. I will probably never play it. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I don't really have How an opinion of it going? either way. I just, it's not, I don't want to play it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've been playing Solaris as well with my brother. It's fun. Well, there's our gaming roundup, the first in several months. Uh, yes. Should we, should we talk about the Lord of the Rings a little bit more? We, we should, do? because we have two hours of what talking. Here, for. here we go. We're yeah. in the Lord of the Rings. The Rings of Power. Amazon yeah. Prime Video's not just Amazon Prime Videos, the most expensive TV production ever. More expensive than the original trilogy. By a considerable distance. By about a third, yeah. Yeah, well, so the obviously that was the big thing about this. Amazon uh, have are spending a billion dollars on this. Now, they're not spending a billion dollars on season one, all right? Before we get ahead of ourselves, this whole, this, the, whatever, the 10 episodes or whatever they're doing for season one did not cost a billion dollars. They're spending that. They made a five-season commitment when they purchased the rights from yeah. the Tolkien estate to the Lord of the Rings. Uh, the purchase of the rights cost like $250 million, and they said there was a couple of caveats. They had to commit to like making five seasons of something to do with the thing. So this is what they're going to they're gonna do, five seasons of this Rings of Power thing. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, and also the Tolkien estate said, you're not allowed to make it a direct sequel or shared continuity with the Peter Jackson movies. Yeah. We, we don't like him. You're not allowed to do that. Yeah. Which of course Peter Jackson, in, yeah. Like, Peter Jackson apparently was like saying, hey, I'll help. And then they never came back to he, him. Yeah, he offered to read, read over the scripts like last year sometime apparently. Yeah. Uh, apparently it was um, one of whichever one of the fucking Tolkien youngling grandkids or whatever now is over. Is it Christopher still or whichever one of them? Christopher's uh, still in charge, yeah. Well, it was Christopher then. He doesn't like the or the Jackson the movies, no. movies. He hates them. So he was he said to Prime Amazon basically like, nope, 
don't let him look at them. Don't want him anywhere near it. Don't want this to have anything to do with the Peter Jackson movies. But Amazon said, nah. <laughs> so this, the show isn't, it is not a continuity, continuing the Peter Jackson trilogies. It is not a prequel to them specifically, right? But, but they have, they have, then they've said this, they have purposefully chosen to A, make the plot centered around things fr- that are familiar, so characters and <laughs> events and things that are familiar yeah. from the Peter Jackson ones. The pr- the production and set design and all of the art and everything is supposed to be similar to the Peter Jackson movies. They got Howard and Shore, the composer who made the the most incredible soundtrack in movie history for the Lord of the Rings trilogy. They got him to make the theme song for this so that it sounds yeah. a bit like the Lord of the Rings. So they want you to think that it is. It isn't technically. It is not actually. This is not technically the same specific character that we, we met in the Jackson movies. Not same continuity. That's all it is. Yeah. But they want you to be familiar with it and look at it. And and it reminds go, oh, yeah, it reminds me of. And it is very similar to it. So, quick rundown, all right? So, this did... Look, for all intents and purposes, it is the same continuity. Yeah, I mean, it's... Where do you draw the line, then? Yeah. It's, it's, do you know what I mean? It is and isn't. We've got lots of people going on here. So, the when we mentioned familiarity, of course, this is this is covering the events of the Second Age. Um, and this was something I was looking up. So, the, the rights issue that Dan touched on earlier is that Amazon has the rights to the Lord of the Rings, specifically. Right? Yeah, which includes the Which includes the appendices. And the appendices yeah. talk in not a massive amount of detail about things. Well, a decent uh, amount of detail, there's, there is, It's Tolkien, yeah. so it's, you know, it, I mean, not a massive amount of detail <laughs> in terms of Tolkien, like right? A good you know, not, 20th of the book. <laughs> not quite as much as he went into detail about the first stage, say. But yeah, yeah. There are, so they have that, and that's why they were, that's yeah. part of the Lord of the Rings, technically, so they can talk, they can use the Second yeah. Age stuff. And the rest um, is invented, basically. A lot of it is, a lot of, they've they've kind of made up a lot of it, and they've, they've obviously had I'm to... I'm okay with that. Yeah, well, okay that's fine. That. A lot of it, like, clearly they've had to um, embellish things. They have had to add characters and add plots and, like, things like that. As with a lot of uh, Tolkien mythology, it is exactly that. It's mythology. It's presented in almost, like, fantastical poetic form and stuff and it there's not yeah. it's not specific it's, you're not really even supposed to look at it and go that's exactly what happened we don't really know like he describes things sometimes i think it's uh finrod who we meet in this and his battle with sauron is described as like them exchanging songs of power or something we don't really know yeah. what that means like are yeah. they actually are they having a, a rock off we don't know are they you know things like that so the show can can kind of work with that so that's why they've chosen to do the second age and the characters they've picked to f- I, I focus on I say focus loosely which we'll, we'll talk about afterwards just a quick rundown <coughs> Elrond we know Elrond okay yes yeah right we know Elrond Isildur will be in this we know Isildur of course okay uh, yeah. Isildur's, Isildur's dad also is, is in this yeah yeah um, Galadriel we know and love right uh, yeah, Celebrimbor. We don't know from the movies, but we know as Lord of the Rings fans. Um, and then I, I feel like I'm forgetting someone. Sauron obviously is in this. Uh, Durin, who you will hear mentioned a bunch of time. Elendil is going to be in this, who we know from like the Light of Elendil and stuff. We've he's, he's yeah. mentioned his name dropped in the Lord of the Rings. Uh, and Gilgalad, the 
<clears throat> High King of the High Elves is yeah. also in this. Um, there's probably, you know, there's a couple of others. The um, cast is massive. The sets are massive. We'll, um, if oh, gorgeous gonna, as well. Gorgeous. Ooh. I'm not going to run through yeah. the whole cast or anything. The first two episodes that dropped today, September the 2nd, uh, on Amazon Prime Video, which you can get a free trial for if you want to just watch Are this. we being sponsored? Um, I want that I want that Jeff Bezos money, baby. Come on, <laughs> Jeff. You knew about Jeff Bezos' <laughs> da. Jeff Bezos' his, da. His, his father went to um, Bezos and says, don't fuck this up. Oh, it was his son, wasn't it? Was it? His oh. son, I think, is he said, is a big guy. Right. Yeah. He told him not to make a mess of it. Um, yeah. Which is, incidentally, exactly what um, Aragorn's son told him when he he was cast. Viggo Mortensen. When he was yes. cast as Aragorn. Didn't know anything about the Lord of the Rings. And his son yeah. said, these are fucking deadly. If you fuck this up, I'll kill you. Basically. So there you go. Uh, we owe a lot to him because we Viggo do. Absolutely amazing. We owe a lot to that kid. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's go. I'm going to I'm gonna play our little jingle and then we'll dive into episodes oh, we have jingles. one Woo. and two. What the hell is going on in the Lord of the Rings Rings of Power? My favorite thing so far, uh, well, it's one of my favorite things. The way the Lord of the Rings started was Galadriel speaking. Same for this. This does start. Uh, it's not as exciting, in my opinion, no. as, as in the No the thing starts as evil. Yeah, but but that's, I think... It, yeah, so that's this is, I, I guess, the biggest question is, right? Since we yeah. they want us... They want us to think this is the Peter Jackson stuff, right? So naturally, uh, yeah. we must therefore compare the characterizations to the Peter Jackson stuff. Yeah, no, we will. No, look, I'm going to just treat this as choice. They're obviously, this is riffing off the movies. It, there's no doubt about that. No, at Let's be real about no, it. No, yeah. there isn't. Like, they've said yeah, it. Yeah. They have said yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Galadriel, right? So she's our, so far, I guess, our main character. Yeah, she is. Kind Constant, of. Yeah. I, I will a few say, plots, but yeah. I will say the the main thing I think the show so far in these first two episodes has a little bit of an issue with focus and pacing in places. It jumps a lot to different places. It, it yeah. it's trying to, and I get it. It's trying to cover a lot, right? The the events that this is going to cover in in terms of so like um, the forging of the rings of power and the fall of Numenor and the last alliance of the elves and men against Sauron and stuff. In the Tolkien mythology, that took place over like a couple of thousand years. The show yeah. is the show is going to condense that into probably like a year or something or like the same amount of time as saying it took that fellowship. Saying that we can have fairly big time jumps as well, as e- long as we well, except for Isildur and stuff like that. If they come in early, we're kind of fucked. Well, I mean, he, they can live for what that Dune and Danes, they can live for what two hundred fifty years, or something like that. The 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 Dune is, is the like the the watch him columns. Yeah, it's the, 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 it's the men of Dane, the yeah. men of Numenor. Yes, they yeah, can yeah, yeah. they can live for about so the same could, as dwarves. We I think. can we can skip a couple of hundred years. We can yes yeah we maybe could. we do it between seasons you it know do and Galadriel is an elf so you know she is as is Elrond. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, but no so, but that's another thing. I don't know if they're gonna. I don't know how quickly. It's obviously they're definitely not gonna have this show take place over 
three thousand years of the entire second yeah. age. That's just there's just not yeah. feasible for them to do that, right? That would be several <laughs> different shows. Season three hundred. <laughs> yes, yeah, we've had to recast Galadriel seventy five times at this point because <laughs> this thing is still going on. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'd watch it. But yeah, so what? So so there. So the show starts with Galadriel. She's our main character. We meet her when she's a, a little baby elf. Um, yeah, the kid elf. She's a little. She's presented initially as, I guess, the the fun one, kind of. Not the fun no. one, but like the the. She likes she, like she likes making paper organic. She likes creating things. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. a she's a nurturer. Yeah. She's a caregiver, yeah. right? And the other yeah, elves well, are it, like, "Hey, we destroyed your little thing," and then her, yeah, yeah. I think the thing that we're trying to point out because in like the first age and the second age to an extent. A lot of the elf clans did not get on with each other. There were civil wars. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah, Like, kin, killing kin. So, I think this is as close as they can get to referencing that from the first age, where the kids are just douchebags. Yeah, yeah. No, they did. <laughs> you know? Interestingly, I didn't... I wasn't expecting them to start with, like, a pretty... Like, a, a fairly basic rundown of the history of the elves, kind of. Not, like, completely, yeah. but they did... They, they touched on, without specifying... Like the light of the two trees and and the, yeah. the, and Morgoth and they basically told but, the but story. They, they could they couldn't say Melkor because Melkor no, is Melkor, its original name, not but it's part of Silmarillions. So and the thing about Morgoth and Morgoth is a name to reference Harry Potter, and let's not make this a thing. Um, it's a tight elves made up in the same way as I do not name him. Like people didn't want to say. Melkor. So yeah, yeah, a, yeah. They call him Morgoth so, instead. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's they touched on as much as they could, I think, in terms of like previous stuff. I can't remember off the top of my head. I feel like maybe later on um, they mention Feanor by name. I think Celebrimbor mm-hmm. men- talks about him as creating like incredible things and his the stuff he makes. Yes, is not they as do. Good as stuff. Yeah, so yeah, they actually yeah. use his name at one point. But, they yeah. couldn't use Galadriel's brother's name, though. No. <laughs> no, he's well. No, they called him Finrod. No, no, they don't. They don't name him. Okay, so they. D- I thought because I watch things with subtitles on. His name is in. It comes up on the subtitle. It says Finrod, like dot dot. Oh, when, the right. first time he, when he it's like Finrod whispers in yeah. audibly or something. Maybe they they can put sub- <laughs> yeah, Maybe maybe Amazon don't make yeah. subtitles. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, they, they they didn't mention him verbally his name. Yeah, no, me, yeah, yeah, you're probably right. They didn't. Maybe I just assumed yeah. they did because I saw his name written. But he's yeah. he come he comes along and he's. So the the idea here is, I think, to present a number one the change in Galadriel between who she was when she was younger and what the war yeah. did to her, and so we pick up with her now after she has spent. I don't know. I guess centuries, a, a, centuries, if not a thousand years ye- at years war. Years turn to centuries. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, um, and you know, because uh, she wasn't born in Middle Earth, unlike Elrond later on. You know, she she came from the Undying Lands along yeah. with mm-hmm. her. Yes, yeah, she, she, she was. This could be over really quickly. So, oh yes, there'll be a quick war yeah. and it'll be over. So, and that's it. T- quick recap that the show also gives you, but basically, um, uh, Morgoth is fucking cutting about the place. He he burns down the two trees that contain all the light of Middle-earth in Valinor. With the big the spider elves, where, one as yeah, well. Where the elves and the Valar and all those guys live. Um, yeah. The elves go to war. Finrod, 
who is Galadriel's older brother and um, yeah. has many, many other titles in, in Tolkien lore. I think he's yeah. the men call him Wise One or Friend of Men and all this yeah. kind of stuff. He basically leads an army of elves across the sea to Middle-earth. This is the first time the elves yeah. have ever been in Middle-earth. They arrive there and they see, as they say in the show, it's a wondrous place filled with like creatures and yeah. things that they've which never is a, seen before. Which is a, which is a reference uh, to uh, the Lord of the Rings because it's what Bilbo says at the very beginning when he describes Middle-earth. He says the exact same line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know? Uh, basically, the elves were like, we're going to go fucking wreck Morgoth back in a jiffy. Uh, the war, like, basically just tore Middle-earth asunder and lasted for, they didn't know like, about, a thousand yeah. years. And, <laughs> and the thing is, because the elves are mortal, they didn't understand what death really was. They never had to they had no. As, as she says, Galadriel says in it, we didn't. We had no word for death. We didn't understand it. We had, there was no word in Kenya or um, uh, Sildarin? Sildarin, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they had no word in their language or languages for death. Yeah. And then afterwards it ends, there's the, the really cool shot of Galadriel like placing a skull on a giant pile of skulls at the end. Of, Not a skull, a helmet. 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 Uh, oh, also, the interesting thing about the battlefield, um, we see what is a fell beast, though some people say no, they claim it's a dragon. It's a fell beast. It looks like a fell beast. I know the dragons were meant to be there for fighting, but it looks exactly like a fell beast from Lord of the Rings. Oh, and the, when... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, during the battle scene. Yeah, yeah and it, and it, it like, it catches a, a great eagle, eagle by the neck and yeah. pulls it down. I the sky. love that. I the eagle thing. That's why you can't take the eagles to Mordor. That's why. <laughs> why do you not get this? Clearly, they can't fly anywhere near the fucking battlefield, man. Uh, but yeah, that's a cool shot. So, and she, what's yeah. it? She glad her says, by the end of it, we had countless words for death, yeah. which is a really cool line. Um, so, that's, that's where we meet up then, basically, with the show. Present a brother day, dying and all present that. Day. Yeah. Uh, Finrod, Sauron, who they present in the show as Morgoth's most loyal and cunning general, yeah. or whatever. He's uh, basically a shadow. They call him a sorcerer in this. Um, yeah. And he, Which he has been called, basically. Yeah, yeah. Like he's been yeah. necromancer and all that kind and of stuff, you he, know? He kills Finrod, Galadriel's brother, and like marks him <laughs> with um, what Sauron's mark is what the show is presenting it as. Um, Looks like an eye, to be honest. I, I'm sure there's some runic thing that Tolkien yeah, grew, probably, grew up. Probably the eye of Sauron, yeah. Yeah, um, probably, yeah. And Galadriel basically, like, takes up her brother's cause and has spent the last, like, takes whatever... Takes the sword as well, yeah, or dagger has, thing. Has spent the last X amount of years pursuing um, what all of the other elves have been have basically been trying to tell her is, um, a, like, an unending cause. That she's yeah. she's dragging other elves to their death in search of uh, an enemy who no longer <laughs> exists. Basically, <laughs> well, was it just me, or did you also count how many elves there were in case it was like the seven? It's like is it seven? Is this seven? It's not. Mm-hmm. It's like nine or ten. No, there's more than that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that, that's where Galadriel is, and she yeah. she so far is definitely the main character. I think, which is cool. She has the best story, probably, in this. Galadriel is also like, awesome, just in general. Fucking, I mean, yeah. Yeah. She's, we love Galadriel. She's awesome. Yeah. It's really, it's cool to see, it's going to be interesting, well, it's going to be really cool to see how the show, because the, the, I think the showrunners have said this as well, is that they, they wanted to show Galadriel as, as far removed from the, the more like, stately, matronly Galadriel that people are familiar yeah. with as they could and then show how she becomes that 
yeah. that's uh, I think that's true for a lot of the characters. The same with Elrond. Elrond's progression in the show is supposedly f- going to be from the more optimistic kind of upbeat character that we're introduced to at the start of the show to a more sort of dour and he's the more like removed sort of I have no faith in any of you idiots kind of Elrond that we're more familiar with interesting thing as well um, might have been done purpose or not but so he's like was he's the the ambassador or like he's the voice of the king you know he goes Mm -hmm. and and that's why he's called because he's not a lord right now but they they were having a meeting of the elven lords and he said you are not invited to come here because you know, but I also thought like could also be a reference to like we don't recognize you as a full elf either because he's he half elf. He's half elf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if his brother's gonna show up. Uh, yes, we. I, I'm, I'm not. I'm pretty sure oh, we're gonna oh, meet. El, we're gonna meet El Ross. Oh, I think. I wonder who they're gonna cast. <laughs> I'm. I'm like. I'm. I'm not a hundred percent, but I'm like ninety percent sure. Uh, or else this is set. No, actually, I think maybe this is. This the show is after Elros has already died. I think that's well, what can, when Elrond yeah. is talking to Galadriel, trying to convince her to go to back to Valinor, he says like I've seen things too, or something like that. I think he's yeah. talking about watching his brother grow up and die. Elrond and his brother Elros are half elves, okay, and twins. They uh, and twins, and they they ha- as half elves, they have the choice as to whether or not they are they are they yeah. live as an elf or they grow old and die. Elrond like Arwen. Yeah, basically, Elrond chooses to live forever. His brother Elros chose to grow old and die, and Elrond had to watch him die. I think, I think that's what Elrond is talking about when he yeah. says that to Galadriel. I will have flashbacks for it. I'd like to see Elros. Yeah, you never know. We might. Um, yeah. And then, so that's all of this stuff. Galadriel and Elrond and all the Elven thing is what I loved. I thought all yeah. of that was fucking brilliant. I could have lived yeah. in that it, it, for the really whole thing. I would say it really sparked that feeling of the Lord of the Rings movies. Not, it, not completely. It's not at the same level. But after all these years, this is the closest we've got, I think, with it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like yeah. you say, it's not it's not 100% the same feelings as watching yeah. them in the Lord of the Rings, but it's fucking close. Like, yeah. It, I really it, like... I, think... I really dig Elrond and Galatriel in this. I, I like how they're friends. I also like how... I I guess some people could say this as a negative thing. They kind of very much do exposition with each other. Um, but at the same time, like that's how elves talk. They mm, do talk yeah. in big, massive, poetic lines of history and just say the most obvious shit. Like that's just yeah, what yeah. They do. do. They're, they're they're very poetic people. <laughs> yeah, when they talk. Um, literally, literally, Elrond. The first time we see him, he's just like writing a little poem. On like next to he's, three, he's writing the king's speech. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. That's the yeah, exact. Yeah. It's the speech Gilgalad gives. Gilgalad gives when he's um bestowing the gifts upon Galadriel and them. He uses the oh. like the 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 line that Elrond was having trouble writing when we meet him first. Yeah. he says that line finished, and it's, he kind of looks at Elrond when he says yeah. that or something. Like. It's so weird to me um to actually I don't know why, but seeing him scratch out a mistake and was just like what. Elves don't make mistakes. Elrond doesn't make mistakes. What are you talking about, man? (laughs) Elrond doesn't have to be convinced he's wrong and to change his mind. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, that's the stuff I loved. I think all of that shit. Um, Now, not to say I didn't like the rest of it, so to to jump into the other 
characters. Well, we should the... see where she went, Galadriel. Let's let's go through the plot a little bit with her first. Yeah. Okay. So so Galadriel yeah. is leading her her band of elves or whatever. She's com- she's Commander Galadriel. She Galadriel. Yeah. She's going to the 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 high distant north. Um, yeah. Following... That's, that's always been a thing with her as well. Like um, just in the books. Sorry to interrupt you again, but it's like she's described as having like a commander stare even in the law of the rings like yes she is this beautiful woodland queen but she's also like she understands when to be serious and when to talk about things in a hard way she she's a badass oh yeah complete total badass yeah um but she's she's leading them she's she's tracking she's trying to find sauron basically she's the only one all the other elves are kind of like listen he's gone man we morgoth's dead The, the evil has been banished the elves are no longer at war. Gilgalad basically declares finally that the elves are no longer at war and they're all going to come back to their fucking houses and whatever. Yeah. The soldiers are coming home and Galadriel is like, no. Yeah, I want to no. go up to this I, weird ice yeah, cave. I'm in an ice cave and her, her they, they find the symbol of Sauron, they fight an ice troll and she wants to push on and the rest of her party are basically like, no, you're going on your own. Yeah, We are not doing this anymore and they go back yeah. and Gilgalad tries to send her to back to Valinor as a a reward, basically. Yeah. We find out afterwards that... So Gilgalad has... He's prescient somewhat. I'm not going to say he can see the future, but he's... Like, that's his thing. He's kind of... He has foresight a little bit. He's yeah, he's yeah. viewing... He's elf. He's an elf, you know. Yeah. Elrond yeah, yeah. even uses the line, she has passed beyond my sight at one thing. Yeah. And I was like, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But he's trying to sell her back to Valinor. He's talking about it with Elrond, and they say that... um. This is we made we discussed this. We made the right decision. This is what's best for Middle Earth and for Galadriel herself. She needs to yeah. relax, basically. Galadriel's yeah. like, no. She wants to uh, stay in Middle Earth. She wants to yeah. uh, stop this evil. And she always expected to be buried with the people she fought alongside with, like her brother and the other warriors that died in this war. And again, beautiful carving in the woods. Of where, like, and it's, it's the elf thing where they've carved this into a tree, but the trees are perfectly alive, you know. And yeah, yeah, like mm-hmm. it's gorgeous. Yeah, it's really gorgeous. Um, so she's trying to. Uh, she gets on the boat. Elrond convinces her, or we think he has convinced her to yeah. go back to Valinor and give up her uh, her quest for revenge. Yeah, essentially, and uh, we think she's heading back. She makes it. She's almost there, man. Yeah, she's yeah. Like, they get the they, they the, the blade off her hands, you know. They get the dagger. They take the dagger off her. She's reluctant to let it go, and she finally does. And then the light of Valinor is a yeah. right ab- ab- about to engulf them. She's and a, it's euphoric. You can see it. She is. Oh, she's like, oh it, my god, so nice. You it's know? such a, it's such a splendid moment of like internal conflict for Galadriel. That yeah, she's she. It's right there, the the place where she was born, as she says in the start of of the thing when the the rest of them are trying to get her to turn back, and it's like it's over. Nobody even remembers anymore. And she's like, I remember, I mm. I was there. I was born there. I was not born in Middle Earth. I, I felt s- this, the light of the trees on yeah. my face. I, and and it's so she knows exactly what it means to be to finally after all these centuries to be allowed to return to Valinor, and she chooses not to. Um, mm. And it's a does an incredible moment. Um, she meets up with some dudes afterwards. Um, but it, yeah, I don't know. That I think that's definitely it's the main plot line so far. It's my favorite of them. Um, but just not to 
I don't want to spend the whole fucking thing yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. Galadriel. Let's jump over to the um, rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to talk about the other plot lines because there's a bunch of things happening in all of this, which is, um, I think, I think for the most part it handles them well. Like jumping between them, there's there are some pacing issues and there's some things that are uh, I didn't like quite as much as as yeah. some other things. Um, so the, I wasn't the other, mad myself on the Aaron Deer um, the, storyline. The, 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 the Aragorn and Arwen storyline. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, but like it's Aaron Deer, the guy, or the what was it ear knife ears or knife ears? Le- knife ears. I don't know. Um, I think they need just to let those characters stew for a bit more um, because it, it yeah. very much went straight away into I love you, you know. Yeah, I like. I get what they're doing. Like they are, they are definitely trying to make them a Arwen Aragorn. Um, Baron, yeah. Baron and Luthien type thing, um, and they mentioned that like, it's um, like man and elf come together has only ever been a failure, and they point to that. Yeah, yeah, basically. You know, uh, so and Elrond's just like, "What the fuck, bro?" Yeah, <laughs> so he, they're the so they they're they're one of the other plot lines is a, a an elf called Arondir who is a soldier who is stationed in a watchtower in the Southlands somewhere. Yeah. Um, looking over a village and the elves have been basically, what they've, they've actually been watching the men in the village yeah. is what they're doing. Because, because the men, the men this, are related to the ones that's joined. Yeah, their, their ancestors hundreds of years ago. Or whatever. Not even their ancestors. It's men near to them. Unrelated. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they sided with Morgoth in the big war. Yeah. Um, and so the elves have been watching them to see if yeah. anything fucking mad is going on. Gilgalad tells them all to go home, and Aaron Deer is like, no, "But I'm in love with this human, uh, Bronwyn, the woman." <laughs> I want to say, I, I do want to say just before we go down that route. So, like, the war devastated Middle Earth. It absolutely ruined it, and you can get the vibe of that. The only people so far that seem to have been kind of unaffected in their houses and homes and that kind of stuff, seem to be the elves. Like, the dwarves are just fucking hiding under the mountains. They're not coming out. They have a bloody body, a bouncer at the gates. Uh, but the elves have, like, nice cities and all that. And humans are, like, obviously, like, any of the main things, like Gondor and all that, doesn't exist yet. There, there is no um, white city. Uh, Rohan isn't around just yet. But... We see humans so far kind of like living in really shabby places. There seem to be no... Ma- it actually feels like like a, an apocalypse, like a post-apocalypse survival kind of thing, you know? Yeah, and they hate the elves because of it, is the, yeah. is, is the vibe you get when in, in that scene where that one drunk guy starts shouting at Arondir and um, calling him knife ears and stuff. And he says, "What well, is something like it's like uh, one of these days, our true king will return, and we'll finally get out from under the boots of elves." It's not Aragorn, just just <laughs> it's make not, that clear. It's not Aragorn. No, he's not. <laughs> that is some foresight. Yeah, he's, he's not talking about Aragorn. Okay, Aragorn, yeah. Aragorn's not going to come around for like years to an, another like two and a half thousand years or something like yeah. that. But um, yeah. he but that's that's the the vibe in Middle Earth at the moment is the the elves. There's the elves who are. The elves, as they have always yeah. been. Um, there's the dwarves, who are the dwarves, I guess, as they've always been. They just kind of keep to their own business for the most part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, we see a bit of a Gimli Legolas situation showing up again while around. 
I think so. Yeah, maybe not with the thing that happens at the end of episode two. We'll get to that in 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 yeah. when we cover that plotline. Um, yeah, so, yeah. So it's it, that's kind of the, the and then there's the the Harfoots that we'll talk about uh, in a bit. Um, so this yeah. this plotline basically, Arondir's in love with Bronwyn, who's a, a human a healer. Um, and dad's he, out the picture. Dad's gone. She has a kid who blah blah blah. She Arondir wants to leave. He's going to abandon the elves. Basically, he wants to stay with her. Um, her son finds a blade. I guess it's a Morgul blade. It's it yeah. has the mark of Sauron on it. It's a broken, shattered blade with the mark yeah. of Sauron on it, and it can fix itself he, by yeah. sucking blood. He finds it, um, and then they, there's some weird things happening in the Southlands. Like they, there's rumors of like fields of crops dying, and some guy turns up with a cow whose milk has turned into fucking tar or whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised the cow made it that far. To, yeah, be to, be, to be honest, man, that thing was fucked up. It has, it has no marks of bruising. Oh, pfft. oh okay. Uh, what's that to just come out of it, man? <laughs> Fucking, I don't know. Did you not check you... before you came out? Yeah. Is this a new development? Like, what were you looking at? Uh, they go, there's a the, the village, the next village to the one that Bronwyn lives in. They hear, um, that's where the cow came from. They go to have a look and the village has been fucking destroyed basically it's been set in fire yeah. something has dug a big tunnel under the village and there's no he says later there's or your one says there was no bodies so we guess the people have all been kidnapped and taken somewhere um Eaten. or yeah and the the tunnel is on it so bronwyn goes back to her village tries to convince them that they need to flee they won't believe her and partially they won't believe her because they think that because she's in love with an elf she just wants the elves to come back and be allowed to stay or whatever um her she goes home. Her son, meanwhile, is has been hiding in a cupboard because a thing, a thing, has come through the floorboards. Yeah, well, well it does exp- show. We show who, what they are. Like it's it's an orc. It's an orc. It's a pretty fucking badass orc, though. At the same well, it time, it is, and it's I a, fucking love yeah. how they make the orcs look. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's because we see a bit of an orc early on with Galadriel when she goes into Sauron's cave and it's like stuck inside the wall, and we're meant to all the. Like did rituals or something, I guess maybe trying to summon Sauron or something like that, whatever. But yeah, like the orcs look fucking badass in this. Yeah, this one in the house anyway, because I was looking at it for a bit. Because you see, it's fucking big, long ass claws, and it's pretty fucking strong. It like breaks the stairs with its hands and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I was kind of looking at it, going, "Is this a? Is this just a regular orc?" Is this reg? Was this what regular orcs are in the show? I think that's it. I think there's just an orc, but here's it's like here's it's here's like anything. Thing. Where like yeah. it's going to be a case of like, so for instance, it's the same thing. In it's like power scaling, right? In in anything, it's like when you yeah. when they, the first time they meet a cave troll in the fellowship, it's a big deal, and then Legolas is like slaughtering f- entire hordes of oliphants and stuff by the yeah, end of the yeah. movie. It's probably going to be a case of that for this one, right? But here's the thing, right? So, like, Tolkien always had a bit of a problem uh, with, to say where the orcs came from. Um, the general opinion is that they're a bastardization of elves, and then later with um, the Urukai mixed with human. But I think there was, like, also, like, mixes of, like, half orc, half humans before this. So I wonder, like, are the elves, the orcs we see just closer to the original elf orc bastardization yeah and then the, over the years they've been weakened by like interbreeding yeah, yeah. humans the and orc, stuff the 
the orc bloodlines haven't been yeah yeah diluted yeah i mean and i love that it's the bastardization the thing is Tolkien had a problem with that because he feels like everyone should be redeemable and if the orcs are this redeemable they're not really great enemies in fantasy you yeah, know, yeah. in the fancy he was writing, so he had problems with that. But even like with the troll, like the trolls are meant to be like a mockery of Ents, for example, and all that kind of stuff. I don't know. It's 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 interesting. I really love the design of the ice troll as well. Yeah, like the tusks around the mouth, really cool looking. Yeah, yeah, really cool. Um, yeah, she kills it. She kills this orc anyway. Bronwyn and her son eventually manage to kill it. He stabs it with the, the blade that he's found, and then she chops off. He gets his upstairs head. very quickly, doesn't he? He does, and then he tries to <laughs> hang it with a... That kid is a fucking badass, man, to be quite yeah, honest with yeah, you. Yeah. He does, he pulls off some moves. Um, yeah, she yeah. goes, but she takes the head back and convinces, she's all like, anyone who wants to live, we're going to the fucking, the elf tower. Let's get the fuck yeah. out of here. And the kid then, uh, it comes, cu- cuts back to him and he pulls out the fucking, the blade of Sauron or whatever, I don't know what to call yeah. it. But, it, and it starts like reforging itself, basically. Almost blood-like, um, yeah, yeah. I guess... It, because it's like taking in the the blood from the orc that he stabbed and it's like using it to forge itself anew or whatever um yeah pretty cool that was a pretty cool effect as well on seeing the sword like start to yeah, yeah. Be, effects in general cool. very good yeah. in this yeah, <clears throat> yeah very good um and there's a really good blend of like practical effects and stuff uh, yeah with like the big things i'll I'll say this for it. It's very much a good middle ground between the Lord of the Rings movies and the Hobbit movies. Like, there yeah, are yeah, special yeah. effects in this, but it's like they saw how the Hobbit movies and the old special effects went, mm, you know what, we need a lot of practical stuff here as well. And they did well with that. Yeah, yeah, they definitely did. Um, uh, Aaron Deer then, meanwhile, has decided to follow the tunnel in the other direction to see what was digging it and... Oh, it's fucking horror movie shit, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, he's man. I didn't feel Ooh. comfortable watching that when he got stuck underground of the water. Yeah, and he the gets when it, it was it was it was when the, the the tunnel like curved up a bit, and he got stuck, and there was like yeah. rats running over him like in panic to get away from yeah. whatever was chasing him. And I was just like, "That's my worst nightmare." I would yeah, fucking. Yeah, yeah. I just gi- I just give up. I just no. Yeah. I'm done. Just eat me. I'd rather. Yeah. I'd it's rather this thing. Time. Yeah. I would rather <laughs> this thing behind me eats me to death than I suffocate yeah. in this tunnel because I'm yeah. not having that. Um, Strange horror movie. Like it was. Oh really yeah, it was well really done. good. Yeah. So he gets captured by orcs or whatever and dragged yeah. to their camp. That's the last we see of him. Um, yeah. So that that's that plot line. That's another thing that's going on. And then the other God. There's a couple of other ones really. Uh, yeah. So the, the other, the the other race of peoples, then, or one of the others that are are knocking about Middle Earth at this point, are the Harfoots. Um, yeah. So one of the types of um, hobbits that we know. So the hobbits yeah. um, that we know. Um, so this, this we've seen three types of hobbits uh, throughout um, the franchise now, which is ones the Harfoots, these ones. Then was uh, Smeagol's people and Frodo's people. Sorry, I, I don't remember the names of the different hobbits right now. Hobbitses, Jesus, I'm talking to me already. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's they're like different breeds of hobbits, and I, I I think the Harfoots are basically extinct by the time the Shire comes around. It's the other ones that kind of uh, mostly populate um, the the Shire and you know that general mm-hmm. area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So we meet them. They are they're I guess they're 
they're sort of presented as like a nomadic people almost. Yeah, like they, very they, earthy. They kind move of around. They say a couple of times in it that like the blessings of of being a Harfoot is that they're free from the the yeah. worries of of the the outside world and they they don't have any yeah. contact with like strangers or they don't like if you even choosing to help a stranger who is not a Harfoot is seen as yeah. like bringing bad luck to the people. Yeah. Um, one big thing is seen as well is that, you know, community is important to them. Like they are, they are safe because they are together. And that's yeah. um, what mm-hmm. one of the characters says to her daughter. But interestingly, we see two travelers, the, the guys who've been in the, all the trailers for some reason, yeah. uh, with the big antler is on the back. I was looking at like, what are they going to yeah, be? Who are these two? They're just, they're just two hunters that were just wandering yeah, around. Yeah. The <laughs> uh, but like, he says, oh, Harfoots aren't dangerous. And the older guy goes, <laughs> like, the, the, either the Harfoots have made sure that they have a bit of a legend around them of being, like, yeah. dangerous, or they have killed. Maybe. You know? Maybe. Maybe Lenny Henry yeah. murdered a few people sometime. Yeah. Know. Yeah. yeah. We don't um, they also have, like, a book of future things going on as well yeah the, the, this one Harfoot who's called Sadok played by Lenny Henry yeah. he seems to be their like mystic man in the village yeah. or whatever he looks at the stars and reads portents in nature and stuff and tell I guess his job is to as with any nomadic people his job is to tell them when to move camp basically yeah. and it's very important for them to move as well because later on we have a thing where um, one of the guys like hurts his ankle pretty badly and they're all like can he walk is he able to walk? Like it's important to them to keep moving. Like, yeah. So he's so the main the main character for this section of things is Nori. Uh, yeah, who's is a, a younger Harfoot. Um, so just real quick before we get into what happens with Nori, what you think about their accents? Okay, right. Because we got it. We have to talk about. I it. know. I can't know not talk right. about it. So right. at first I thought it'd be it was like a mix between Scottish and Irish, but then as it progressed, it's very clearly mostly Irish. Supposed like, to be, yeah. There, there's there's a few that kind of dance in a Scottish brogue as I well. I was I actually got like West Country, like, like yeah, Yorkshire, like, like yeah, yeah, like yeah. West Country. Yeah, but that's farmer kind of actually kind of where that's kind of where uh, Tolkien um, thought the Hobbits would have been anyway in his mythology. It's that kind of rough area and what kind of people he inspired the hobbits to him. Yeah. So it makes sense for them to be, but no, they decided for the, and I do this quotation, the uncivilized people or the not so pretty people are the Irish slash a little bit Scottish. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> saying that most of the accents aren't terrible. Um, they're all right. I'm kind of used to Irish accents they're like that. Like, media. Yeah, they're, they're not the worst Irish accents I've ever heard. Now, I checked. Yeah. Obviously, Lenny Henry is not an Irishman. All right? Okay? So he's trying to do one. The, the Local act- man. The actress who plays Nori is Australian. Okay. Um, she has, a, she has an Irish... She actually has a, an Irish... Sort of an Irish... Uh, her, her name is Markella... It's Kavanagh, but it's got an E in the middle of it. Yeah. It's like I don't she probably says Kavina or, or, or something. But um yeah, it's they're not it, they're not the worst attempts at Irish accents I've yeah. ever heard to be I've obviously I've heard much worse. But at the same time, they are going for Hollywood Irish 
accent. Yeah, the and they're going no. You know what? It's not even that. It's not even just the. It's the cho- it's the typecasting again. I was talking to a friend um, just today, actually, and Scottish fellow, and we were talking about the dwarves from the Hobbit, and all the pretty dwarves like Philly, Killy, and Thorin, all English accents, right? All the ugly ones, dumpy ones, weird ones, all Scottish mixed with a bit of Irish, and it's always like that yeah. mm-hmm. in media, and it's it's kind of time. Now I'm saying that, obviously. You know they're heroes, and we should like them for the heroes. And yeah, that's that's fair enough. And look, to call um, Arkela ugly, she's not. She's gorgeous. No, no, it, none of them are. They're not. Yeah, yeah. ugly. Like they're all good, but they're, they're meant to be simpleton, sort of uncivil. Not uncivilized. They, they, say, they I, are. I want to say, when I say, when I say when I say just quickly, when oh. I say uncivilized, I mean it in that. English American centric idea of what is civilized and what is not, whereas like the hobbits are civilized in their own manner. But they right? are they are what the English would have seen the Irish as. Yeah, like oh, what the rest of the world. Like, yeah, they, they it's that was the the ideology of what yeah. an Irishman was as presented yeah. by the English Empire. Um, yeah years ago look it's not it's not terrible like i got over pretty no. quickly but it was at first it was at first i was kind of like are they all trying to do irish accents is this every yeah. actor in this thing trying they to got do better i found <laughs> I, I think I, I don't know if they got better i maybe just got used to it to be yeah. by, by like episode two i was i was just kind of tuning it out and i just chose yeah. not to think of it as an irish accent to be honest oh i did <laughs> i couldn't get away from it the thing is i i personally think the accent's actually quite good ish you know, I don't actually think they're that bad. So, like, I think that's why I kept on hearing it as an Irish accent. It's like, oh, yeah, it, yeah. it is an Irish accent. Look, you they're know? okay. It's not going to, like, yeah. it's not going to fucking... Look, they're not going around, top of the morning, oh! It's not, in, you know, no, it's not, the, it, they're not on that level, right? It's not that quite yeah. fucking hiddly dee. Um, but anyway, Nori, Nori's the main one, and she's a harfoot, and she yearns for adventure, basically. She she wants oh, to see... She's... Alpha took. She's fucking <laughs> mad, and she's she's yeah. always running off, and she's fucking cutting about the place, stealing berries off farms. She's not supposed to be into and fucking. Interesting, an old. They call it an old farm, right? The old but farm. No, yeah, but they, do you think the hobbits, or like these people, were at one stage more settled? That was their plot of land at one stage, and they decided to become nomadic after the war. It's a it's a possibility. I feel yeah. like maybe it's somebody else's farm, and that's that's why there was a like the wolf. Very wooded, like guarding it's it very... or whatever. No, it's not a wolf. Well, it's it not a wolf. wolf. They call it a wolf, but like, yeah, but it's it's the the fellas from like the the warg. It's a warg. It's just a different designed warg. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe you're right. No, no, I, yeah. you're right about the warg thing. I mean, maybe yeah. you're right about the other thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Nori anyway wants to fucking go off and see the world, and yeah. in in contrast she to wants to see where the rivers go, and in all contrast kind of to many of the Hobbit protagonists we meet initially, they're yeah. always like, "I don't want to leave the fucking Shire. I don't want to see know, the to world." Be fair, to be fair, Frodo was kind of ready to go. Frodo, Frodo, he never really was like, "Oh, fucking can't wait to get out of this place, yeah. man. I want to go." But, but he, he didn't. But he wasn't. Yeah. But he was he like, "Yeah." Oh, Gandalf, Gandalf was like, "You gotta go," and Frodo was like, "All right, well, I guess I gotta go." Um, 
Yeah, she's very anyway. That's her thing. She wants to fucking see the world. She wants to see everything outside of Harfoot fucking family. Where the Sparrows and, learn their yeah. songs and all. Those she kind wants of to learn about yeah, things. Yeah. She's adventurous. Very nice, she's, she says. She's yeah. She's in. She's curious about the world. Um, and lo and behold, a giant thing falls from the sky. <laughs> did you see the ends during that scene? Yes, I did. Yes, I did not. I I saw a recap of that. Oh shit! They it's are some. it's it's super brief, and they're, they're like. Do you think we'll get that in twice? I hope so. I hope so. God, I hope we, yeah, we got yeah, we yeah. got dwarf women. Why not? Can we get yeah. the end wives? Um, yeah, yeah. But a thing falls from the sky. Um, well, it's a meteor. A meteor falls from the sky and it hits the earth. And yeah. Everybody sees it, right? This is the thing. The whole, all of it's not like it's not like a localized thing. Like all the characters, like Elrond sees the meteor falling. Gilgalad sees the meteor. Like they all see it in the sky. And it happens yeah. to hit to make impact, like twelve yards from where Nori is standing, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she runs down. She's got her friend fucking Poppy or whatever her name is with her. And um, in the crater is a man. Yeah, a giant uh, as you, the Harfoots yeah. call them. Human sized. Human size. Uh, he honestly looks like he might be bigger than a regular ass human. To be quite honest, he's yeah, a fucking yeah. big dude. Yeah, but I liked some of the shots they had with um him and the hobbits. Like I, I like that we had that. Yeah, yeah. In the scene, you know, it was a nice scene. That yeah, there's yeah, different. there's some there's some cool stuff. So okay, so so here now, do do we want do you want to talk about the dwarves first and come back to this guy? No, I want to talk. Right. No, let's talk, about, talk about this guy. guy? Let's talk okay, about, so yeah, the, yeah, there's yeah. a guy in the crater, right? And he he's presented as. We don't know. He like yeah. he's he's even called he's referred to in in casting stranger. notes and everything as just the stranger. Like they want us to to figure out or to guess at who this this yeah. fella is, right? And there's two very obvious there, ones that could be. There's two main theories essentially. Yeah. Big the big obvious ones, and it's probably honestly it's definitely one of the two. Um, uh, some people suggested it could be one of the blue wizards. Oh well, that was the second one I was thinking of. Oh, you're thinking. Oh, more, right, no. Yeah, okay. I, well, I'm thinking that they might rewrite some of the origins of a certain character. Yeah, yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to present it right, this guy's meteor falls from the sky. Nori runs into the crater, and in the crater is a, a man in lying in, a in the center. A big fiery eye of a crater and a fiery eye. Yeah, he's in the middle of yeah. it, and Nori like falls into the crater, and then she realizes, oh, it's not hot, like it's fire, but it doesn't burn. First time we heard that in the show was right at the start when Galadriel is in the north in the cave and she says it's the evil here is so strong that our torches don't give off heat. There's That's no a good point. There's no That's heat here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so there's there's one there's 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 a couple of really obvious things that says that this guy is <coughs> Sauron, right? Another thing I want to say, right? Just just before we got with Sauron, right? So what happened with like Melkor is that after the war he was banished into like the abyss nothingness, right? He's just in the void. And now Sauron in the original Silmarillions and all that kind of stuff wasn't thrown in the void. He just went into um hiding and then uh, came back out and said, Hey look, I'm actually an okay guy. I've repented and all this kind of stuff. So that's kind of how it goes in the books. But I'm starting to wonder maybe in this continuity if it is Sauron, maybe he was thrown into the void as well. The void being space. Um, yeah, 
it's it's and he, he just came a bit close because he wasn't as thrown out as far as Melkor. It's always possible that um, yeah. and it, it it would maybe set up because because of because obviously the big ending prophecy of Middle Earth is Morgoth is going to come back. Yeah, um, he he'll be released from behind the doors of death or whatever it is, and yeah, he will come back and end the world basically. But yeah, it's it, they could be doing that. I honestly, there's so many things in it that's that point to him being Sauron. It makes me think he's definitely not Sauron because yeah. yeah, there's no, too I agree much. With you. I agree there's, with you. I it's agree way with you. too heavy on the symbolism yeah. for it to be Sauron. And then they did double one. It's later on um, when we they they find him and they have lanterns with fire um, like fireflies in it, mm-hmm. and yeah. he releases them and he he does the Gandalf thing where he talks to the insects and they do a big pattern he, like creating he, stars. He places you know, them in the sky as stars. Yeah, yeah which is very pretty, much a Gandalf thing. But like he talking powerful. To, yeah, but it's very much a Gandalf oh, yeah. thing, you know, talk but, to the insects. Yeah, but, but then, but then, but then, they all die as well. Yeah, and he also it's like so- broke your once Daz ankle with like a yeah. twig. So, but, but that was like a staff thing. Sorry, but this is like like the staff being shattered, like breaking some from afar. That's a thing as well. No, so I know. Like, I know what you're saying. Is right? it Gandalf? So we're, we're is it Sauron? Let, let's just let's just run through the the points in favor of because the two big theories is that it's Sauron or that it's Gandalf, right? There's yeah. A, there's a third theory that I think is probably would be I prefer that if it was Gandalf. Yeah. But the two big ones are it's Sauron or it's Gandalf, right? Yeah. Both can make sense. They're 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 leaning into either of them. I think yeah. they're definitely leaning more into Sauron, but so. In favor, in favor of Sauron, uh, giant fiery crater that looks like an eye, right? Yeah. He's in the middle of it, flaming eye of Sauron, right? Yeah. Um, he uh, he carves the the symbol of Sauron into the ground and the the, the wood and stuff. Um, what he says to uh, the only like some of the only words he says to Nori. Um, and he says that it's in Kenya, and he says mana ue, and he says it a couple of times. I think apparently that translates to um, what is fire or what is heat or something along those lines. Um, and then <clears throat> there's the like evil seeming nature of the things like that happen around him, like the thing breaking his leg and stuff. Gan on the Gandalf side of things. There's the firefly thing. He talks to the fireflies. He seems very gentle with them and he places them in the sky like stars. It's a very fucking Istari type Gandalf thing. Um he does the the bit when when he wakes up first and Nori has her hand out and she's like, No, it's me, I'm your friend or whatever. All of the imagery is very much like Gandalf getting angry, making himself big and all the like and everything the, voice as well, the shadows yeah. leaning in and him like that that's that's Gandalf imagery, <laughs> straight off yeah. the fucking bat. Uh, the the, st- the staff. See, so much of st- imagery, though, is like it can really fit with both. Yeah, so much of. I, I think the, I think it's. I think Sauron is too obvious. I don't think he's going to be Sauron. Um, I'm pretty. I, I would say another thing for Gandalf, just to go on, is in one of the trailers we have um, her giving him an apple. As well. Oh, it's the and the character poster for the stranger. Is, yeah, is yeah. His hands holding an apple. Yeah, and it, like that again, it would make sense. Like Gandalf. Oh, that's a that's a, a that's a point in favor of Sauron. 
the, Why? the apple is a biblical symbol of betrayal. Oh, stop, stop. No. That's exactly <laughs> it. The apple is... No, that's what no, an apple symbolizes. I think, I think it really, within the Lord of the Rings uh, mythos, I think it just more implies that hobbits looked after Gandalf. That's why Gandalf but cares Sauron, so much about But Sauron is, in this era, going under the name, what is it, Antonar or something, is the, yeah. the trickster... Yeah. If he's, it's a poisoned apple that he's giving them. Allah the rings, huh? Okay, yeah, I guess. I, I there is huh? some, yeah, I guess. But I, I just, I think it's as much of a point in each way in in this regard. You know, where what? Here's does, the thing, What though. does your heart tell you? Gandalf. You think it's Gandalf? <laughs> no, so, I think it's I think it's someone else altogether. But here's the deal, right? If it is Gandalf, they are changing his origin big yeah, time. Yeah. Oh, that, that's... Originally, he's meant to come over at the beginning of the Third Age after the War of the Ring, and he arrives with all the other wizards by boat, not by flaming asteroid. Yeah, yeah. so that's that's the big point of, of why, it, why you'd say it's not Gandalf, because if it is Gandalf, yeah. they're changing the... The whole history of Middle Earth for the show. Yeah, also saying that, not really changing the movies that much because that was not. No, ever it's really not. It's not. It's it, like it's no. It doesn't come up in the movies. If movie, it turns out to be Gandalf, I'd be like, <laughs> like, all right, yeah, fair it's enough. It's not a thing. I think it'd be pretty cool if it was Gandalf. To be honest, I don't know. Yeah, but like, so the third theory then is that it's one of the blue wizards. Uh, yeah. or what a a Maiar who has arrived yeah. in Middle Earth. I think it's pre- more likely that it is a Maiar in preparation in for the war that is coming. Yeah. basically, but um, obviously it has to be Maiar. It can't just be oh, it's an elf. Yeah, it's <laughs> just know? an elf, man. It's Feanor. Fucking asteroid. <laughs> I'm back, baby. It's one of the Valar, man. They're fighting. They, yeah. when he's come home. They've they're finished building the sun. <laughs> he's coming back now. Yeah, <laughs> but so it could be anyone. We don't know yet. Yeah. Um. They want. They definitely want you to think it's Sauron. I think. Um, I think. I, I. I genuinely think they're doing both. I really think they're going. Like, yeah. Is this at the, at is this? the very least, yeah. they want you to think about it. They want us yeah. to have these discussions and and try and see if you can figure out. I love it. Who Good he actually, who he actually yeah. is. Now, it's going to be interesting to see how long they they go on with it for. Like how yeah. is 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 uh, is it gonna be? Is it like is this thing gonna be like an end of season reveal uh, as to who he actually is? Or like, is it a slowly like piecing together? Like, there's gonna every episode is gonna have hints in different directions, and we're gonna do blah blah blah, and then at the end of this season, they're gonna be like, ha ha, it's this guy. Here's an interesting thing. Uh, some people think we actually may have met Sauron anyway, and Sauron, it being. The guy that Galadriel, so when Galadriel jumped off the boat and decided not to go, she eventually gets picked up by people who are on a raft because they lost the boat. Yeah. And as these things go, Big Monster appears, um, everyone in the raft gets killed except for the pretty one, and he uh-huh. brings Galadriel back on the boat. And the whole explanation is that like, his people are gone and all this kind of stuff. But some people are saying, like, could this be Sauron in disguise? You know? Getting on, the, I mean, who better to plant right in front of Galadriel without her knowing than Sauron? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, she found him, but she doesn't know. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. You, you know, it could be. It could be right. Um. We don't know anything about this guy, really. 
the guy that no. she meets in the boat. It's Halbrand. He's a new character. Yeah, he's a Halbrand is his character. name. He's not a, a character from the thing. There's a couple of them going to pop up. They've given Isildur has a sister in the show. Uh, obviously, we yeah. haven't met Isildur or Lendil or any of them yet. Yeah. Um, we're going to meet them next week. We'll talk about that at the end because I watched the teaser for episode three. But um, yeah, yeah, it could be. At this stage, I think anything's fair game at this point. And that's the, show, the best to be part it could of be any, it. Sauron could be anyone. But um, this is a mark of a good show. It lets you talk and communicate and like make mm, theories yeah. and say, like, it's doing its job really and it's, fucking it's, well. It's, ve- it, it's very fitting for what Sauron was doing in this era of Middle Earth that we don't really know who he, who he is or where he was or yeah. how he's going to appear, See, that kind of thing. What, what we do know is that eventually Sauron, like in the original, like, Silmarillions, is that um, he returns, he puts himself in, like, looking back the way he was, being a really positive Maiar, and he, he goes, um, he gets captured by the elves, and the elves send him back to Valinor, and he gets in prison, but over a while he gets released again. You know, they start seeing him, okay, he's been redeemed, he's grand, he's fine, and then he fucks off to Middle-earth, and, oh, he fucks with Dunedain, and the Dunedain, like, sink their own island. Oh, no, they don't sink their own island, but they get their own island sunk. The, the Valar and, sink. Yeah, Lord, don't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, then, I think it was Iluvatar even who did, but, um, but yeah, and he goes off to Middle Earth. So this is in the moment before he goes to Valinor. If it, they're following the original book, yeah, if they are, this is his. He he's he's returning to and as a presence in Middle Earth. Yeah. We just don't know yet an, what form yeah. that's going to take. He is an interesting thing. Where do we meet this new guy that Galadriel met? She was just swimming for a couple hours, but maybe he was trying to find. Oh, wait, Maybe get to he Valinor. was trying to get back to Valinor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Possible. Yeah. Yeah. It's all possible. It's all yeah, possible. and he, look, he seems like, uh, you know, physically, he looks like a very nice-looking man. So, you know, yeah, it yeah. kind of fits mm. into the whole idea of being disguised as being beautiful again. Yeah. Mm. You know, yeah. and I mean, it's going to make sense that Galadriel is going to meet up with Elrond again because we know Sauron works with Salembor... <laughs> Selembor, isn't it? Selem- Celebrimbor. Celebrimbor. Uh, <laughs> um, and like they work together on making rings. So like, it makes sense. This is why this character exists. Perfect segue into the, the final plotline uh, yes. that we need to discuss, which involves the dwarves. Uh, yes. Uh, Elrond gets told by Gilgalad that uh, Gilgalad is basically like... Um, You've heard of Lord Celebrimbor? And Elrond's like, uh, the greatest elven smith to ever fucking ever? Yeah, I've heard yeah. of him, bitch. And uh, Gilgalad is like, well, he's here tonight. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Lord Celebrimbor. And Elrond's <laughs> like, oh my God, it's Celebrimbor. And Celebrimbor's like, what up, dude? Um, he, yeah. Celebrimbor explains to Elrond. He's like an old dwarf. Oh, he, elf, he's an he? old elf, man, yeah. yeah, he, yeah. he basically explains to Elrond his plan, basically. He's like, Elrond's like, but you're, you're the most famous smith in elven culture. Like, everybody, your works are incredible. You love it. And Celebrimbor's he's like, like, oh, yeah, but I can make the Silmarils. They're, they're not as good as Feanor. He made the Silmarils, man. You, what yeah, the fuck did it? pronounce it really interesting. Silmarils. <laughs> 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 mumble over. See, my, I always say <laughs> <Yeah>. Silmarillion. <laughs> the Silmarils. 
he yeah oh, and, blood, and so he's basically like i want to make something that will like change middle earth and improve it and make it better and blah blah, blah. and uh elrond is like what are you going to make and Celebrimbor's like ah what is a question for another time right now we got to figure out how and this is how and he wants to build and a, this is a, what yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, wants to, he wants to make a giant forge basically a massive yeah. tower that's a forge and he's like uh, Gilgalad said he can't give me the men so he gave me you and Elrond's like have you thought about asking somebody I, who's I, not I'm an, one man yeah um. <laughs> have you thought about asking somebody who's not an elf and Celebrimbor's like hang on now <laughs> Who no, you? he goes like, oh, I haven't thought that. How far out? Yeah, like, like, who, who? Isn't that like gradient? It's like, does, does he look at like humans? Like, kind of yeah. elf. Well, like, 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 oh, have you thought about asking somebody who's not an elf? And Celebrant was like, well, we got you, didn't we? <laughs> you fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> racist. <laughs> wow. So they go to uh, Khazad-dum, um, the one of the, the dwarven stronghold cities, whatever, under, yeah. under a mountain. Um and Elrond is like, yeah, I'm good pals with uh, Durin. He almost, he threatens. Durin the fourth. He threatens to say, my friend Durin will give us a royal welcome at one point. <laughs> but he doesn't quite. Um, and then they get there and the dwarves have locked themselves away as they do. Basically, they're, they're like, nah, nobody's allowed in. So Elrond invokes the right of Sig Athum. I've definitely yeah. said that wrong. It's something along those lines, though. Which is and he tells Salimbor to like, yeah, he's like, listen, Celebrimbor, right. you just go home there. I'll I'll be back there in a few days. Leave me, leave me do my thing, all right? And so him and we meet Prince Durin, and him and Elrond have the yeah, they have a competition. Uh, it's basically a strength of arm contest where they have to keep smashing boulders until one of them can't continue anymore. Durin's basically like, if the elf loses, he's banished from all dwarven lands forever. If he wins, we'll grant him one boon. Uh, Elrond quits and Durin's like get the fuck out of here I'm pissed at you it's been 20 years since you came in here you missed my wedding the birth of my kids you never even sent a letter nothing out of you it's been 20 years bro it's 20 years I know that's like the blink of an eye for an elf but it's a long time for me I've lived a long time in those 20 years yeah I've Um, lived a life yeah and uh, Elrond is like listen let me go let me apologize to your wife or whatever and Durin's wife is the female dwarf that they've been using in all of the promo images. Future queen. The one that everybody was given out about. Yeah. Um, and she's great. For apparently no reason. She's brilliant. She's really yeah. good. Uh, Durin's great as well. They're, they're, yeah. They are, again, they're, they're hamming up the dwarves or Scottish vibe. It's really yeah. cool. Uh, well, maybe it's not cool for Scottish people. Definitely, Scottish people, what do de- you think? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely getting the vibe, though, that she's just like, Will you two both just kiss yeah, all will you just... Come on. Come on. <laughs> you know? Come on. Come on. Uh, she doesn't seem to be bothered at all. She just realizes, like, her husband has missed his Yeah, friend. he's been... He was He was genuinely hurt. Durin was genuinely hurt by, yeah. uh, by Elrond, like, not going to his wedding and stuff. Interesting um, thing about Durin, though, that Durin, um, it's uh, was speculated at the time that he was the reincarnation of the original Durin because he looked exactly like him and acted like him. Maybe he was. So there you go. Yeah. Maybe he was. Um, Elrond explains his plan. Basically, he wants the dwarves to help him and Celebrimbor build the big fucking forge um, or whatever. And Durin's like, ah, sure, I'll speak to me, old lad, the king, or whatever. Yeah. Right. And this is where it this is where it ends, right? What's in the box? 
What yeah, do the dwarves? Because yeah. they're talking about it. There's Durin and Durin are talking about it, and they're like, uh, "Listen, you does the he Durin's like he doesn't have a clue. He doesn't know. He doesn't know that we have this." And the king is like, "Well, it's a fucking big coincidence that he just turns up here." Like out of the blue after whatever, yeah. and Duran's like, "Listen, man, I've known him for like fifty years. I'd know if he was hiding something." And yeah, King is like, "Yeah, but maybe he will know then if you're hiding something." And they open a box, and there's light shining out of it. It's a fucking Silmaril. It has to be, or it could be what's the metal called again? The invulnerable metal that Frodo Me- had a vest of. Mithril. Yeah, it could be Mithril. It could be. I still think it's. It has to be. It's a Silmaril, right? It has to be. But a again, but can they use this? They can't use this. Well, they can. The dwarves. The appendix. The dwarves had one for fucking ages. The, yeah, I know. And it's the one that was buried in like a vol- like a volcano grew over it. That's how they lost it. It was like buried in the deepest ground. Like uh, yeah. Well, they and then they got it back and they put it in a. They wore it in a, in a necklace. They made like a big yeah, but, super yeah, fancy. But, no, but when it eventually got. Lost again. It was like in yeah. The I think it's the one. The I think it's the one. The ones that, um, like in the deepest ocean. I think it's the one. The one that the dwarves end up with is the one that, uh, the one that Baron steals back. He takes it out of Morgoth's crown, and it ends up right. with the dwarves. I think. I it could be, look. Listen, it might not be a Silmaril. It might just be a semi Silmaril. But it has to be something for the dwarves to be hiding it. It's that the Arkenstone. It, like, no. Who's the Arkansone? Is the Arkansone Silmaril? No, what is it? It's just a shiny rock, man, or whatever. It's, it's a, a ring, all right? It's fine. It's a shiny rock. It had, like, for them to be hiding it from the elves, like, I think maybe the dwarves got, they have a Silmaril, and that's partially why they have closed themselves off from everyone. They're not letting anyone in. They're kind of like, if anybody finds out that we have this, the elves are going to want it bad. They will yeah. come and take it from us, and we're not willing exactly. to do that. And as, as uh, Celebrimbor says uh, when he's discussing the creation of the Silmarils and the works of Feanor and how he's not as good as Feanor, he says the Silmarils were so incredible they almost changed Morgoth's mind. Yeah, because he just he looked says like a week Morgoth, or two Morgoth oh got God. them opened them, stared at the light of the Silmarils for like three weeks or something, and basically was he was almost going to go, yeah, what, I'll just keep these and just chill. I don't need to do anything yeah. else. He, they were that... No, he was, he's actually, like, yeah. He, but the thing is, right, he's seen it. He's seen the trees as well. So, like... <laughs> yeah. He burnt them down <laughs> to me. Yeah, yeah. Was but, he, maybe, he, maybe he was just having a cigarette, and then when he saw the tree, he went, oh, no. And the ash just fell and just like burnt the entire tree. Yeah, it, yeah that's what it, it was. Just an accident, and he had to. Yeah, he, yeah. He it was either admit that he's a fucking bumbling idiot, and he accidentally burnt down the the, the trees that held the light of yeah. the world, or no, actually, I'm I'm evil. I'm actually an evil guy. I'm a bad. Yeah, guy. it's it's, meant, it's completely fine. Yeah, meant to do that. I'm actually just just I guess I gotta lean into this evil thing for the rest of all time. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Sauron's I, just like his friend, like really support friends, like. Oh, okay, I'll go with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. I think it's a Silmaril. It c- again, it's another question that they've left. They really kind of did a like a, a bit of a mystery box thing for these first two episodes in places, didn't they? They, they left yeah. a lot of like, yeah. what is it? What's happening here? What's going on over there? Is this what you think it is? Maybe not. Find out next week on The Rings of Power. 
kind of it's a weird thing to wish for, but there's a part of me I kind of wish that they only released one episode. Um, no, I think they had. To, I think you needed two. I think there's there's way too much. There's an awful lot of like things that they have to establish at the start of this, as in like who's who and what where people are and what's happening. Um, I don't think one episode would have been enough. Honestly, even the, if the episodes are almost seventy minutes long each. And they could have been longer, even to be honest. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff they need to get through. Like, um, I think from here on out, one a week will be fine. But um, I think I think two off the bat was a a good, a strong decision. Maybe, maybe. Mm. Yeah. All right. We do our f- final thoughts. Let's go. Yeah. Over now. Fitting. Hey, hey. Fitting. How fitting. I never yeah. even copped it when we did the Hobbits, to be honest. <laughs> we listened to it for so long. We don't even recognize the Hobbits as a Lord of the Rings thing. Yeah, like, no, whatever. No, it's fine. Um, all right, so overall, yay or nay? Very much a yay. Yeah. It's a yay. Yeah. It's a yay. It, like, I know a lot of people are now comparing to, like, all oh, Game of Thrones and all this kind of stuff, but I hear heard some people consider it too generic fantasy and they say oh if you just took the Lord of Rings elements out of it it would just be like, boring fantasy and I'm just like but you realise like Lord of the Rings invented modern fantasy like yeah. the generic is the Lord of the Rings you know yeah but like as well it's not really an argument there is it like look at it's something fantasy, go, well, if, well if it didn't have all these things in it it'd be bad but, but those things are in it yeah, I mean, I think it'd be more like take the names away, and it's just like you mean. Yeah, I know, I get what they're saying, but it's a fucking stupid point. Like it is the yeah. orderings. You can't just say like, well, yeah, if fucking if Marvel wasn't Marvel, then it should be yeah. shite. Like, but it is Marvel. Yeah, like, what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's yeah. fucking great. Again, my yeah. um, I if I had to like rank all the different plots in order of how much I enjoyed them, uh, Galadriel number one. Elrond number two, um, and then I I think my least favorite w- was the Harfoot stuff. Um, I I actually quite like that myself. I, not that I didn't like it. It's not that yeah. I I it's I would never. I'm not going to go as far as say I didn't like them. Um, but yeah. it, I found it less interesting than uh, everything that was happening with Galadriel. I would have been honestly. I would have been fairly comfortably ecstatic. If the whole show was had just followed Galadriel, it's, here's an interesting thing. Um, with the Lord of the Rings, uh, mostly it it starts with one storyline and it branches off with different characters as they leave. Yeah, you the think group. they're doing the opposite here? Yeah, I wonder yeah. if they are. I it think it makes yeah. sense. You know, I think it will. I think by I think it's gonna I think it's gonna happen slowly, but there will like there'll, there'll come a big moment in like season two or like the end of this season where like two of these characters will meet like for yeah. the first time or whatever it, it's it's all it will all have to tie in together somehow like all of yeah, this yeah. Is, has to be connected eventually to the forging of the rings and all of that kind of stuff um yeah it would be very strange if it wasn't to be quite honest if they spent if they yeah. eventually galadriel and elrond and Celebrimbor are dealing with the rings of power and sauron and we just keep cutting back to like nori harfoot and she's just doing nothing in the corner. sorry it's kind of unrated but related um so obviously like um minister doesn't exist right now 
this is before Minas Tirith and all that kind of stuff. But if we are going to introduce a sealed door and um, that, min, min, like Gondor in the original stories, like gone, yeah, but sure, min, Minas, Minas Tirith did, I think. I don't think it did. No, I don't think so. I feel like there was an original Minas Tirith. It may not have yeah. been the same Minas Tirith, but there was a, a Minas Tirith. So it was just another white city buried in a mountain somewhere. <laughs> maybe um, Min- Minas o- Maybe they go to Minas Ogul, uh, in Mordor. Minas Morgul. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, and they got you. I'm not sure. I feel like there was a Minas Tirith years ago, and maybe I'm wrong. Um, and it eventually became the Minas Tirith, the capital city of Gondor. But again, maybe. that could be that could be early third age thing. But again, if we're introducing the sealed door. Gondor exists. Mm. So what they're doing here is, um, right. So to talk about it, I don't know if you watched it, but there's on Amazon Prime. There's a teaser for the next episode. Um, it came up. The teaser for there's not much in it. It's like a very short. It's like thirty seconds, if even. Um, the guy. The, so the ship that turns up at the end to save Galadriel and Halbrand. Um, not 100% who he is. I think it was a sealed door. Uh, the next episode... His is, sister's is, in it anyway, isn't it? Isildur has a sister in this. Yeah, they've made her up. Yeah. They've made up a sister for the show. And we meet the queen of, of Numenor and King Elendil and all of them. Um, and we're going to meet them all in the next episode. Because okay. the next episode is Galadriel and Halbrand. They get... That ship rescues them and takes them to Numenor. Yeah. Um, we see the teaser is literally like them getting off the ship and Halbrand is like what the hell, he did, like says something about where they are, and he's like, where the hell are we? And Galadriel kind of looks around in awe, and she's like, there's only one place this could be. And then the teaser like ends, and I was just like, Numenor! They're in fucking Numenor! Um, so yeah, I think we're going to meet Isildur and Elendil and, and all of them in episode three. I so, think... If, if that's the case, then... like, So Aragorn was born after his father's death, wasn't he? Like... Aragorn's mother had Aragorn after in, like, Arathorn uh, died. After is Arathorn. Oh, I'm mixing it up with Sildur and Arathorn. Sorry, that's my mistake. Is I'm C- yeah, is, is Sildur not Aragorn's dad? Yeah, no, no, I'm mixing them up. Yeah, yeah. no, so yeah, Gondor doesn't exist. No, no, it, then, then, I, then the time thing makes sense. So, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. feel, I think we might get. I think they might say that like is Sildur like the rumblings of the founding of Gondor or whatever once he becomes like the yeah. king of men and stuff. Um, but yeah, the show is going to be. He's Numenorian. He's like he's, yeah, he's from, he's the prince yeah, of yeah. Numenor. Like his his yeah, fucking yeah. dad is Elendil. Yeah, um, yeah. So like Gondor at best is like an outpost at moment. If even if, if even if even I wouldn't yeah. say it's even a a thought thing to be yeah. honest. I think they just the the men of Numenor stay in Numenor mostly. Like I don't think they go the Dunedain just to hang out in Numenor. Like. Um, we'll see. Obviously, the show is going to cover the fall of Numenor and the sinking of the island and everything, and then the the Dunedain's venturing out into into Middle Earth. Again, I think that maybe has to happen once Sauron shows up and like gets into their head. No, see, that's what I mean by when I said earlier. So they've committed to like five seasons of this thing. Yeah. So like the fall of Numenor is going to be like a season for season three or season four, four, or four yeah. thing that happens, yeah, and the yeah. final season would probably be the 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 last alliance of men and elves against Sauron kind of thing. I think yeah, yeah. season five will be just battles everywhere. But I think I think maybe the end of this will be the beginnings of Gondor. In yeah. that once the sealed door f- 
forsakes everything and chooses not to destroy the ring in Mount Doom, and and then he is in Middle Earth now, and and he will. I would like, love start. some posts. I'd love some posts like, um, no, I will not throw the ring in. I want to see some of that stuff happening on screen. I'd love to. Oh, see it. yeah, I think that'll be the final season. I think they'll do all that in the in at the end of it. Um, yeah. and then they'll and then. Oh God, yeah. There's so much they can do, really. Well, there's not a lot, but there's so much they can do. It brings a lot because they're also inventing a lot. And honestly, as long as it's in the spirit of it, I don't mind. No, it's no. You're allowed to do that. Like it's not. It's yeah, an. Yeah. It's an adaptation. It's not a fucking straight yeah. copy of things. Like yeah, they are, yeah. they're gonna change things. It has to happen, even yeah. solely by the fact that this is a vastly different medium than a fucking book. You, they can't. They have to cut things and they have to change things and they have to make it more streamlined in terms of how things happen they can't just yeah. fucking jump around the place and just tell it like it's a, a a poem collected in a history book in found in a library like it's they have to change things and they will and and that's fine do you know what i mean it's nobody's ever going to make a fucking carbon copy they're not you can't just click your fingers and you shouldn't and make it so that the book yeah, yeah. becomes live in front of you like it's not gonna it, work it, it, it was just be describing a field for a very long time. A you know? very long time. <laughs> but That's always my argument with Tolkien. Because I love Tolkien, but also he rambles sometimes. Yeah, I mean, it's a... Yeah, a lot of fantasy. A lot of high fantasy writers tend to do it. But, yeah. I mean, as with everything, Tolkien started it. And he was the yeah, best yeah. at it. Um, yeah, look, I just hope there's... I, I was reading, like, rumours a couple of days ago before this came out that Amazon has basically been saying internally that uh, if this isn't the biggest thing they've ever done, like, in terms of success, uh, not, like, popularity and success for Amazon, yeah. it's it will spell trouble for a lot of other things. Let's be real. Yeah. It has to compete yeah. with Game of Thrones. Well, that's it what I mean. To, they, people say, like, this is better than Game of Thrones. It, it does. But even in in terms of like streaming views and things like that, yeah. it has to be the biggest thing on Amazon Prime ever, or they will consider. Mind it, you, there is not much. They, on Amazon I mean, Pro. yeah, but they they will in in Amazon's eyes, if it's not absolutely gigantic, they'll consider it yeah. a failure and not I mean, worth we've, the money they spent on it. And I if mean, they think seen... if they think Go this on. wasn't worth, if they think like this show wasn't worth the money they spent on it. They're not going to spend money on other shows, no. basically. So it'll spell trouble for the Wheel of Time, probably, and other things. Yeah, but we see it with Sandman as well. Like um, Sandman had massive, massive success on Netflix. But even now, like Gaiman has made a point that unless people are vocal about it, we might not get season two, which is insane to me. You know, yeah, it's mad. Um, and that's 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 the problem. I it is getting review bombed a little bit already from fucking idiots. Um, you IMDb hooks. Like yes. I literally, I went on YouTube and looked for like reviews because I was like, I want to watch a few reviews and see what other people thought. And the first ten is like the fans were right, sad eyes, and all this kind of stuff. Like the first ten videos is just video after video after video people talking yeah. shit about i literally already. i i was and i was sitting down to watch it this morning my housemate came in and i was like oh i'm gonna stick on the rings of power you want to watch it and he was like oh man i've heard nothing but bad things and i was like yeah. what i was like it came out this morning he's like yeah anyone no. I, anyone i've talked to about it have said it they were like not shit i'm not gonna watch the rest of the season like it's yeah. i didn't like, like again it. and i'm like yeah as i want to say 
I want to say this, right? People are allowed to not enjoy this. It's perfectly fine. That's that's natural. People have different opinions, okay? But let's not pretend there wasn't a big vocal group of people that saw a couple of darker-skinned people and women being in charge in the trailers and have been preparing to absolutely shit on this. Oh, yeah, 100%. You know? I I want to th- I want to say it right. The la- this current period of television is my dream scenario, right? All yeah. of the things I love, specifically me, are getting <laughs> turned into and I mean like fantasy works. That like everything I love is getting an adaptation, right? The Witcher is on TV at the moment. The Wheel of Time, my favorite thing ever, is on TV at the moment. The Name of the Wind by Patrick Rothfuss, my favorite book ever written, is getting an adaptation in an, into hey man, a man, I know you weren't a big fan right? of the... You didn't read the comics, but it's fantastic. You've the, watched it now. The Lord of the Rings is a big fucking thing. Like, these are all shit that I loved. And if if you... If idiots out there ruin this because they their little fucking pea brains can't handle the fact that a black woman is playing a dwarf in a fantasy TV show, then just don't watch anything ever again. Just shut the fuck up and just go oh. home. Just sit in your room and watch fucking Joe Rogan and turn your fucking little brain off from the little power that it has and leave the rest of us alone. Yeah. No, genuinely. And, and again, just to make it clear, there are some people who are of good faith who will come to this and just not dig it. And that's fine. I get it. I know people who love the Hobbits. I hated the Hobbit, but that didn't mean that I went out of my way trying to cancel. Oh, you, you the can, I can accept valid criticisms. Clearly, this, yeah, yeah. like no show was perfect. Obviously, the this, pacing in this was not great. No, the pacing, the pacing oh. needs it needs work, and that's a that's yeah. that's an issue that comes with trying to follow a whole bunch of different things happening yeah. at one time, right? And you know, yeah. there are issues. I don't like, I, I don't know if the 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 couple thing that like, going with um the elf the, the woman like. I don't need, oh, sorry. I, yeah, I actually I, want to revise I, yeah. my earlier point. That was my least favorite plot line. Actually, yeah, yeah. Like that's that's that was my least favorite one. And I, that I think the characters kind of get well. Those two, at least. I I remember all the other ones. Enjoy yours. That was like a, all right, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know. But again, it might get better. It might get worse. Maybe Galad will be boring after this. But yeah, look, folks. All I say is like. Don't review bombers. If you don't like it, you're welcome to go on and give your points the same why you don't like it. If it's just a matter of like, you don't like it because there's a black woman who's going to be a queen and, you know, a, a main character is a woman, Galadriel is, and you, you can't deal with that. Kindly fuck off from the podcast as well. Review bomb us. Fucking go for it. Yeah, we know? love a review. Yeah, we have one. We'd love to get a review, man. That'd be fucking awesome. Somebody yeah, reviewed yeah. us, even if it was yeah, negative. Yeah, yeah, no, but review bombers, if, <laughs> because we're we're going to be the same enemy you see in it. You are being the cancel culture here. You yeah, are. You, you know, all the thing, you're all cancel culture doing this. You are being that. Anyway, sorry, before getting angry. It's a really great episode. Right, I'm really man. looking forward to the next one. Yeah, can't yes. wait. We'll be back next week. Uh, to cover this, we're going to do it weekly. We'll cover every episode and talk about it a lot. Um, probably get mildly obsessed with it, more so than we already are with Lord of the Rings. And yeah. we will be back. Uh, ASA Pizzle. 
to do the Soviet Lord of the Rings, the greatest experience I have ever had in my entire life. I Which, obviously, be. this series has taken a lot. Um, well, yeah, man. Good. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. If your man is... Ga- yeah, okay. Well, we, we'll, we will see you guys then. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. And um, bye-bye. Sure, Lord.